0: Anytime, we around, it go down, we major. Anytime, we around, it go, down, we oh, shit. it go down, we major. Down and down and down again. Oh. I got so high left my frown in the wind. Oh. Hard, I try, never try it again. Cause these niggas is lying again. Oh. Oh. I'm a black lion, I roll like a tire. Girl, in my dreams, I don't sleep, I don't oh, find her. If they sleep and they need a reminder, this is for niggas who think we minor. Nigga. What's up, everybody? Uh, welcome to the show. I am the slow chemical. This is I see things a little differently. And sorry about last week—the coughing, the hacking, the almost dying. Um, I wasn't feeling very uh, oozy and um, yeah I guess as Sammy Zayn said, it hits us all sometimes. But I do appreciate the well wishes and uh, the love. Uh, but yeah, I, what happened was just to give you guys a backstory because I couldn't give it to you guys. Essentially, <laughs> I'm, this might be a little bit of a rant, so I'll, so let's just go into it. First of all, right. So, I'm old enough to know that when I was younger, you, you had jobs where, and some jobs are still very much like this. I don't think many jobs are like this because you can go and find a job now, not saying it's going to be good, not saying it's going to be bad, but you can definitely find a job now. It was easier, obviously, before you could just walk into a place and say, hey, mother bleeper, are you guys hiring? Um... But either way, you, it, it was probably easier to connect with people once they saw your... Friend. Once people see your face and they'll, they'll see a resume, they, they connect with you. But I remember I was working at... Uh, can, can I use the name? I don't, use, I don't give a fuck. I'm a bad the company. I worked for FedEx for about three years. And I remember it was kind of like a, this badge of honor slash stupidity. Like anywhere else that you go to work and even if you're not feeling well. Now, mind you, working in FedEx, the position I did was in the warehouse... And in the winter times, it was cold. In the summer times, it was fucking hot. It's outdoors, you know. <clears throat> like, essentially, the time I came in, like, at 2. From 2 to about 5, the doors are closed outside. But, but they had to open up eventually, so that way you can um, have the trucks come in, the doors just stay open, so to keep closing them, when The doors come, when the trucks are coming in at different times. But I remember vividly this, just one time got three teeth pulled three or four teeth pulled and i remember i called my boss and <clears throat> i said hey they found something they're the dentist i i and i could barely talk she's like what i came out and said I, I know i said just, just, just listen to me i went to the dentist for a regular checkup they found something that i just had taken care of so i had four teeth pulled and she was like okay what does that mean i was like well i'm probably not gonna come to work because <clears throat> legitimately the right side of my face essentially i look like two fish from batman the animated series and i could barely talk as you can hear now so answering phone calls and being in front of guests is probably not a smart idea now we know sometimes we got a lot of people that would come pick up their packages i remember one time there was a line out to from inside to outside and it was like we we're giving away government cheese or something and i remember like saying that to her and, and her name was edna and she said well you know you just gotta come in that's just what it is that's the job i said all right cool and i was raised a bit differently and this is not say anything was right or wrong <clears throat> but i was raised to fear not having a job so i was like well you know i can't really call out someone in trouble right and when you don't know it's kind of like right your rights when you once you know your rights you're unstoppable until then people can fuck with you right i could just called out you know say, hey man this is not gonna be not gonna work out. Also, it was winter time, so it's cold as fuck. So I come in, and you don't have to go to the office, through the, You could just go through the warehouse door. So I went through the warehouse door, or whatever. So I answer a couple of calls, and finally a package. A person comes up for a package. I had, we had these go carts at the time. I drive up there, drive drive off. There's no hiding my face, right? So I come up there and, 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 and like the lady's like, oh my god, are you okay? Like this is the customer. I was like, no, no, this doesn't work. And she was like, she said this out loud in the office. And he actually her to come to work looking like that. I was like, well, what's the job? You know? I, and, she, and she said this. She's like, I'm so sorry. I I actually feel like shit now for coming to get this package. I uh, wish I hadn't seen this. I first sent her a package, whatever. I said, oh. So everyone went in the office. So I was you like, are you good? I like, not really, but I had to come in. You know? So I, whatever, boom, boom. And so all of a sudden, maybe like tr- half an hour later, I maybe was there for about an hour. Um, Edna comes out like, well, I guess you gotta go because, like, I got in trouble for having you come in. I was like, well, you kind of deserved it because I told you, you could hear it. I'm not gonna fake a voice. Like, I've, been, I've never been one of those people to, <coughs> excuse me, uh, to, to text, um, my way out of work. Uh, um, I, I might text you updates if I missed your call or something like that, but I'd much rather a phone call. And, um, do you tell she wasn't happy about doing it and i was like I, I never understood it but i remember like that's kind of where it is and some jobs are still like this Some jobs like well no you need a reason it's like i don't know what to say to you homie that this is this is the reason like whatever right but i've, I've always been annoyed at the fact that people would come to work sick because that's a way of getting you sick not more so than ever because now i don't i know the pandemic's over with but the reality is the pandemic is never going to be on Like the same way that the, the pandemic of the flu happened. We get the flu every year. COVID will be around stronger, stronger every, strong every year to, to a certain point, right? This person comes into work, not feeling well. And then the bitch has a nerve to say, she didn't get me sick. I was like, yeah, you did. You get, you get everyone coughing. What are we talking? Why are we wearing masks mask Because of you. And she was like i didn't think of it like that. I said, really now she was put in that position though because when she took time off our boss did yell at her for it which was kind of weird It's i like, do let the bitch take the, let her take off and i'm not apologizing for saying the viewer i say it all the time it's just my language so just whatever you guys are used to it um and i'm talking about a man by the way just so you now because i call her most i'm mostly called everyone a bitch Anyways, um, so, like, that was just super fucking annoying. And so then th- this person said, well, I, I didn't have COVID. Well, well, I'm like, how do you know? Because a stay-at-home test, they're not 100%, you know? And so I, it was required uh, for me to take a PCR test, which I didn't know there were different types of COVID tests. So I took one that was negative. One, I don't think I had COVID. One, I think it was just a cold. But I also think at this point in time, COVID, hits, COVID is like the flu, hits everyone differently. Some, some people will get the flu, be bedridden for months or days or weeks. Some people get the flu, they're highly functional and you can't fucking tell. But that's essentially what happened. But I remember, I, I say that to say, I remember there was a time where that was a thing. I don't think I should ever be the thing again. And I was actually told by a nurse, they said, well, the, the stay-at-home tests are more for people who, who want you to come into the office now. Because going back to the office, it, it will be a thing. I know everyone thinks, like, we're going to be all, all at home. And that's not a thing. A lot of people don't want you working from home. A lot of people don't, believe it or not. So it's just really, really, really weird. Um, but, yeah, I feel better. Thanks for, the, thanks for the well wishes. I'm also also update. I do have my plans finalized as far as, like, where I'm moving, what date I'm moving. So the hiatus that we were going to take in January actually is going to be postponed until next March. So we will have weekly shows, and then I will probably just disappear. I don't know. I'm hoping for it, for it to not be longer than a month. Uh, it depends on how long it takes to get acc- acclimated and all that type of stuff. So, um, but that I just I did want to make that known. And also another programming note: this Wednesday I record uh, the Werewolf by Night review. It's a pretty short review. I did that a few weeks ago when it first came out, and I watched it. Um, after that, I've over-recorded this particular show as well, because the next week will be the week that uh, Black Panther comes out that Friday or Thursday. Essentially, I recorded a review of Gotham Knights, at the the video game. So we talk about that. Um, and then the following week after that, we will talk about a review of Black Panther, which I'm looking forward to. Um, and then after that, our Wednesdays are pretty scarce. But we have not... And trust me, I've been asked several times, we have not finished our Blacklist series. I have not started Blacklist episodes uh, from Season 9. I'm actually going to start in the next week or two. But that will probably be the last, because uh, uh, I'm probably not going to watch the holiday stuff with, with Guardians of the Galaxy. I just don't have the interest. Um but I know the Blacklist series will probably finish this out on every on the Wednesday shows. Cause I think we got up to season two. So we will probably have those shows. And then we'll, we'll, what we'll do to end the, see, the, the year out will be the final episode, the final Wednesday of the year will be the, the things I liked about this year in entertainment as far as what we talked about and the things I didn't care for. So that's how the Wednesdays are wrapping up. Um, Monday, Monday shows will be there until the very end, <laughs> until it ends, we don't have any problems with those, but, and then the last thing I'll say before I get to the Monday, uh, stuff, I did, I know I went about 30 minutes hacking and coughing my way through the Black Adam review, the final thoughts I have on Black, Black Adam, because I really couldn't finish them, it was just essentially, I thought it was a good movie, um, I still didn't have any excitement for it, but I'm happy for Dwayne Johnson, that is his highest, um, selling uh, lead, uh, highest grossing lead in a movie, and I think it was like 67, 70 million, well, 67 in the States, who knows how much it was overseas. Um, I thought it was good. It was, it's what I genuinely expect. Not not the action. It was a lot of action. However, the flaws of the movie, to me, don't over, overstep the, the good. I feel like the... It, this was his vision this entire time. Vision was a little outdated. But hopefully now that he's gotten his vision, air quotes, I'm doing air quotes you can see me doing air quotes out the way. Maybe we can move forward with this Black Adam Shazam thing and and maybe he will be more open to what we were seeing now. And I, I will say this: be careful what you wish for. A lot of people were saying how much action it was and how kinda of was annoying not saying Black Adam won't have another action-packed movie, but the next one might just be character-based. Don't complain, you know? So, that's my thoughts on that. Anyways, let's get to this Monday show. Let's get into this stuff. Let's let's touch AEW first. Uh, Josh Woods signs full-time with AEW, so congratulations to him. And also, a new report states that Chris Jericho, as we know, signed a new three-year deal to stay with the company um, he will be the face of ROH uh, and going into death before dishonor. Who his opponent will be, I have no idea. I am currently enjoying the run he is on now with his world championship. Um, but report, reportedly, according to some, Jericho, after the media scrum at All Out, um, approached TM Punk. Said, Hey, supposedly, I'm doing air quotes again there. Said they told, told, told Punk to his face he was a locker room cancer. And Punk says, it's none of your business. And we know those two have not been on real friendly terms since Punk left AEW. And since Punk kind of put... He tried, he tried to put Jericho on blast. I don't think Jericho did anything wrong. Um, Jericho had to take time out on his podcast when he was on Podcast One to address it. I remember him. I remember the story, actually. I remember him saying... <clears throat> I remember him saying vividly, he said, hey, I just went through the, the channels of the company I had to go through at the time, which was WWE, in order to see if I can get an interview with him. And Punk was just so nasty and bitter, you know, at the time, he just wasn't happy with it. Um, so we know they haven't been necessarily in friendly terms, exactly, and look here, I I, I can believe Jericho would say something like that to his face. Um, at the same time, I think Jericho just doesn't, I, I think Jericho, more from WCW, as we know, as we've heard his stories and other stories, he's never been ashamed to defend himself, you know, or others that he believes are friends. Um, but we know this have so not been on friendly terms. Obviously, the contract buyout is the thing that's going to happen. Ace Steel's gone. Punk is gone. We just started seeing these, uh, the report on Wednesday was the Elite were backstage. All of a sudden, we see these, this vignette of the Elite where they're kind of like disappearing, you know, Thanos style, would, like they has been snapped out of existence. Um, so that's obviously meaning their return is imminent. I mean... Apparently, also a there's a lot of talent in AEW mid card and uh, main eventers who have refused to work with Punk. You know, and look here, dude. As I said, uh, it's just, it's just, it's just, it's sad that we probably won't get in hall a hall of fame induction from him until he's old and too old, too old and gray and probably miserable. I don't know why Punk is so miserable in AEW. That's I guess that's my why I'm kind of confused. He was he was treated like the number one guy. He was definitely the crown jewel for Tony Khan, without a shadow of a fucking doubt. He was the crown jewel for Cody for um, Tony Khan. He was definitely not treated badly. I will say this though, just plain devil's advocate. When someone goes and crosses the line and you go to management to do the right thing and they don't do it, I get it. Like I said, I've been there before. Not saying it's right nothing is wrong just saying that's what it is i i understand that at the same time i don't understand it just feels like it just feels like punk has fallen out of love and something john mocks said Moxie said punk's interview was how he fell out of love with the wrestling business i don't think punk ever fell back in love i think he's like i know i can get a lot of money i know i'm a big name i know who i am now i don't think he ever fell back in love with the wrestling business unfortunately so That will be his legacy. He will go into the AEW Hall of Fame. He will go into the WWE Hall of Fame. Hopefully by then he will find peace. Maybe when he's too old to wrestle, that's when he will understand the time he's lost. So, uh, let's move forward. That stuff is kind of dramatic. The Kingdom, Matt Taven, Maria Kanellis, and Mike Bennett have officially signed with AEW as we saw uh, Matt Taven getting a a TBS championship match on Rampage, which he lost. Um... Also, I did finally uh, <clears throat> excuse me, um, pre-order the Excalibur figure. I'm super excited about that. That's that, that's that's my collection, um, but I just wanted to throw that out there. Let's talk about Dynamite. The I started with Jericho and Danny Garcia, Daniel Garcia versus Claudio Castagnoli and Willa Yuta on his birthday. And we see the tension from Brian Danielson and Yuta. We see how angry Brian is because <clears throat> Yuta's called him out. And Garcia turned his back on him. Like, I I hear a lot of you guys. I really do hear you guys when you guys say, yeah, I see Garcia taking the the ROH World Championship from Jericho. Maybe, here's the only way I can think that makes sense to go through the stories. Garcia proves loyalty to Jericho. Then what happens is somehow Jericho and the JS cost Garcia the pure championship, right? Then he grows better. Which leads to a TV match with ROH where he gets the title. Or pay-per-view, whatever. That's fine. As of right now, that's the only way I see us getting to him taking that title. Um, But otherwise, I don't see it. But I'm actually more curious of where Brian and the Blackpool Combat Club come in here. Because Brian is currently, and he's been treated, he's treated himself like the solo member of this. Even though he started it and co-founded it. Um... It feels like he's he was off doing his thing, and he he doesn't even be called out now. This could lead to a match at full gear with Yuta and Brian, with Yuta beating Brian. You know, I could see that. I, I I'm, I'm more interested in that right now, to be, to be honest with you. And Claudio ended up getting the pin on Jericho, so this pinfall could lead to the main event of Death Before Dishonor, and Claudio facing the Yocho. Um, but I thought that was very interesting. Swerve and in our glory defeated FTR. The Gun Club did a lot of distraction. Uh, Swerve Lee did a low blow. <clears throat> Excuse me. This was good stuff. I know a lot of people weren't happy with the outcome, but there's no. If you have FTR win, you you have to have them beat the acclaimed. <laughs> or it, it, that's a no win situation. Or what you could have done is a hodgepodge, but AEW just doesn't do much of that. You know, I mean, the, the tension has been building with the Gun Club and FTR. Those two are going to need to clash with, I'm assuming, the ROH World Championships or the New Japan, whatever. Um, now we get the, the rubber match. Now we get Swerve in our glory versus the Acclaimed. And that's obviously going to have that full gear. Swerve is a full-blown heel. Swerve is not, and, and he's doing all this stuff when Lee is not paying attention. Which is causing the dynamic of the back and forth here. I'm, I don't know if you take the belts off the acclaim so soon. I don't think you should. But the reality is with Swerve being completely heel, I would not be surprised if they won the rubber match because of something Swerve does that's heelish, if that makes sense. MJF was interviewed by Renee Paquette, and he told Stokely Hathaway, hey, you don't, you don't touch Moxley before full gear. Otherwise, you're fired. Stokely just smiled and walked away. And this led to something at the end of the night that I'm going to tell you guys right now. I don't buy at fucking all. I don't buy it. I don't believe you. You might have 10 people in the firm. And guess what? Quote the Jay-Z. You still need more people. Don't believe anything about that segment. Just so you guys know. Orange Cassidy, Ray Phoenix, and Luchasaurus for the All-Atlantic Championship next week. That is going to be a fucking match to watch. I'm loving every second of it daniel bryan o'brien Danson defeated Timmy guevara in a great great match jamie hater defeated Riho. jamie Hayer is next in line to face tony storm for that interim women's championship and john moxley in a great main event defeated penta and then hitting didn't he ended up defending his title on rampage against matt menard because uh, Willie Yuta had double booked himself with New Japan. So like, two title offenses in one week. Obviously, we, we talked about this like a couple weeks ago or three weeks ago. Like Every match that John Moxley's been in, this just the last what? Since uh, Forbidden Door has been a world championship match. He has not been in anything else. I, 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 that's why I singles-wise, he's been in a couple tag team matches, but he's been he's put that title on every time and you guys better not get used to this even though you're used to it because once mjf takes that championship then that title is going to be barely defended only when it needs to be because mjf barely wrestles as it is he talks so just don't be mad just realize read the room and here's the segment that we were talking about so at the end of the night the firm comes out beats down john moxley mjf gets mad he comes out, he fires the firm. He says, no, you didn't listen, you're fucking fired, blah, blah, blah. The firm then beats him up, put him through a table, had the crowd pretty silent, right? But this is just storytelling. Don't believe you. This is, think about this, and there are elements of this that we've seen already in stories many, many, many times over and over, right? And I say this is a rehash, I'm saying it's a trick. Like let's use aces and eights. I know, I know, you guys don't like aces and eights. Most of you guys don't. But Bully Ray took up beating until he won that world championship, and then revealed that it was a trap all along. Think about what we've seen in the past: flashes of the, of the suit of the good guy, no not air quotes again, getting beat up and taking punishment, all for the greater good of his plan or her plan. This is the plan. To show that he's a good guy and did things the right way, air quotes again. Then when he takes that championship, that's how he stays healed for a little bit longer. Before the fans are just going to turn him. Dude, the fans have already turned him face, but he does know how to get into the fans' skin. Right in the middle of his world title run, he will be full-blown face. Because there will be no choice. He will have to do it. But don't be fooled by this, my friends. This is a complete fucking trick. For him to just say he had nothing to do with that until he has that world championship around his waist and along the diamond ring, I do wonder if they're doing something before full gear to get that diamond ring off his finger to someone else's. That's that's gonna be interesting. Also, I, I, I forgot to say this: Kingston did an interview with Renee Piquette and I don't. And Renee Paquette said something interesting. I haven't been keeping up with much of Rampage. I watch the highlights, I watch the matches like that because I want to watch. But apparently something's not right with him and I don't know where his new storyline's going, but he's saying that leave him alone and I don't know where that's going. But I'm interested because A. Kingston should be on TV more. I know there's a lot of New Japan stuff, a lot of indie bookings, so I I prefer to see him on TV, but that's just me, I'm an A. Kingston fan. Let's talk about WWE. It was announced last week, I just didn't add to the notes, that WWE will announce... NXT Japan and Mexico next year. WWE stock price is up $79 per share, which is the highest in over five years. Let's talk about Raw. Bayley defeated Bianca Belair, thanks to uh, the, the, the old Nikki Cross coming back. At the end of the match, this is a nine-time match for the record, Nikki Cross beats up both Bianca and Bayley. So this, this crazy Nikki's back, so she's now... Uh, Obviously a full-fledged heel. But she's back in the mix of this world title picture. And uh, is that the first time Bianca has taken a pinfall loss herself in a singles match since winning the championship at WrestleMania? I think in a singles match, that's the first time she's taken a pinfall. She just took the pinfall to to Bailey in a tag team match a few weeks ago. But in a singles match, I think it's the first one she's taken. It wasn't clean or anything, but you get my point. The Truth defeated... Miz, Finn Balor defeated Carl Anderson. Uh, this was very interesting because Rhea <coughs> did a lot of distraction, low blow galore. Once again, it's hard to feel bad for these guys, the original club, when they don't wear nut protectors. Like that's on them, you know. Shebi slams uh, Luke Gallows. Um, then Rhea. Then the backstage segment later, AJ Styles approaches the, the club and they said and they talk and he's like. Yeah, you guys are right. We have a real problem, which means they're going to bring a woman to this mix. I have no clue who that's going to be, but I'm interested to see who they match up with because I'm assuming this is going to, that match in Saudi is where we're going to see that that equalizer for the OC. So, Also, Austin Theory defeated Mustafa Ali. Sheamus got married this weekend. Congratulations to Sheamus. That's why he was written off a couple weeks ago on that injury angle from the bloodline. Uh, speaking of the bloodline, what a fucking segment that was on SmackDown. That was a great fucking segment. Um, I love that. Sammy's he's making or Sammy Uso keeps making these guys fucking break character, and it's like, but is he, the way he does it, he delivers it to where he's genuinely looking serious. So that's why it's hard. Like you could like when he says he didn't mean it. He's not feeling very oozy. He sounds so serious. And look, look at that segment again. Reigns and Jay both look at him at the same time. I don't know if they were expecting that line to come out. Like, I'm sure they were, because acting is great stuff. But it looked like the way they both sold it. They both look at him, they, they literally both looked at him at the same time. Jay with disgust. Reigns with and Reigns just started smiling and turning away. And Reigns used it to his advantage. And Jay, then he was off and on breaking character. Jimmy's in the back laughing. Paul Heyman's in the back smiling. I'm pretty person. I'm pretty sure the person that did not break character was fucking uh, Solo Sokoa. But this was a great segment. How Reigns wanted it taken care of, and Sammy was just apologizing. And Jay didn't want. Jay just does not like this motherfucker. He just hates him with a fucking passion. And so then he says, I don't care what the tribal chief wants. And then Sammy, being the protector. So, hey, he didn't mean it. And then you can see Jay say, I didn't mean it. I didn't mean it. <laughs> it's like when you, are, when you when you finally face up this school bully. And then so, then finally you're like, oh, I, I didn't mean that at all. Like, it, it just was hilarious. But this this segment was gold. This, this is the best thing in wrestling, in my opinion, right now. This storyline. Because we all know how it ends. The same way I know Gotham Knights, I know how that ends. Doesn't mean the way to it is not going to be entertaining. And this is very entertaining stuff this and and credit to Vince McMahon he did the, he started this he started this entire thing before he left so that's something that I will give Vince credit for for sure I know a lot of people don't uh, but that is segment was gold pure gold and I think it helps that Reigns has that I guess that ultimatum he's put in place for um like creative I go on first or last like this gets things started the right way if that makes any sense uh, also on SmackDown, Killer Cross or Karrion Cross defeated Madcap Moss. We saw the return of Emma, aka Tennille Dashwood. We kind of saw because she's dating Madcap Moss, so she finally returns. She gets defeated by Ronda Rousey via submission. Rousey and Shayna Baszler are in the back. Natty, who's been tag teaming with Shayna, confronts Ronda and says, hey, "You should you should have had me out there. Would we'll have beat you." All of a sudden, Shayna just punch, kidney punches her, puts her in a foot a foot a I'm saying that completely wrong because I can't say it right. And then puts her to sleep. So it looks like we're finding that 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 coming together of Shayna Baszler and Ronda Rousey, which is going to be things very interesting and not very, very interesting for the rest of the way to WrestleMania as we're just waiting. We're really just awaiting Becky Lynch's return here. That's what we're doing. Um, also... um. Let's talk about NXT really fast. NXT, Ava Rain, a.k.a. The Rock's firstborn daughter, the one who's had like 10 knee surgeries already. She makes her debut on television as she is added to the group schism. So congratulations to her debut. And um, this is what she wants to do. So uh, let's see what she got. Fourth generation. Crazy. Fourth fucking generation. That's crazy. The Elimination Chamber pay-per-view, which held, was held this year in Saudi Arabia, will be held next year in 2023. In Montreal, Quebec, and um, that is all we really have. That ended pretty abruptly. I have these notes that I was kind of going back and forth on, so I kind of was like keeping the fluidity, and that just it just ended so abrupt. Like, oh, I went through all my notes, and I wasn't like I was. I felt like I just got in the fucking zone. Um. So, anyways, yeah, guys, just so you were, just so you guys know, that was way too abrupt for me. But yeah, I'm gonna actually go hit the gym, I guess. But anyways, thank you guys for your well wishes once again um welcome back to the money show as i said programming note this wednesday werewolf by night review the following wednesday Gotham Knights review the following wednesday the black panther wakanda forever review then after that we're gonna hit uh, the last of our blacklist series for the rest of the year so uh just giving you guys that information i will talk to you guys obviously on wednesday next monday also don't forget next sunday is your match of the month and your comic of the month you're getting the first time ever You're getting two for one. That is already recorded. I will matter of fact when I upload this, I will upload that. And um, just uh, you guys have a safe and great week. I'm so chemical. Like like subscribe and follow. And I'm out.